0: Welcome to the Glam Life Podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Glam, and I've coached hundreds of beauty business owners to scale and expand their businesses. I did this myself with the Microblading Institute and Brow Sister PMU Products, and I've created this podcast to help you turn your business goals into reality. In this episode, we're going to be talking about figuring out your biggest motivator and staying true to the course of action planned for your business. So first things first, it's important to understand what actually motivates you. This can be different for everyone and it's not always easy to identify. Some people are motivated by desire to like make a difference in the world, right? And other people are driven by the desire to make a lot of money. But there's always a deeper reason. There's always a deeper reason. Why? Why do you want to make a lot of money? What kind of change do you want to make in the world and what spurred that? Why? You know, what adversity did you go through that spurred this desire? Some people are motivated by that desire, right? Some people are motivated by the thrill of competition. They want to win. They want to win. Others are made, motivated by um, like a sense of accomplishment that comes from, from meeting their goals. So those are actually two different people because the one who wants to win, that's the one who's never going to be satiated and they're going to burn out. And the one who's motivated by this sense of accomplishment, I just want to check off my goal, they're going to exit the race at some point because they'll feel like they got their trophy. Oh, I, I bought my commercial property. I'm done. That's it. What's Why keep growing? No matter what your motivator is or your end goals, it's important to understand what they are and use them as a driving force for your business to keep you going on because When you know what motivates you, you'll be able to set goals that actually align with your values and with the interest of your business, and you're likely to stay motivated and stay focused on your business. I mentioned this in my previous um, podcast where I was talking about um, the shiny stuff. I was saying, "I, I like the shiny stuff. That's nice. But I stay the course. How does this shiny thing actually align with the goals for my business? And if it doesn't or if it does but only indirectly, the answer is no because I stay the course. I stay true to the values and the goals that I have set for my business. But, but how do you figure out what that big motivator is? How do you figure it out? How do you know? One way to do this is to really take some time and reflect on your values as a person and what you actually want out of life. What are the things that are most important to you? What are your long-term goals? A lot of times people try and heal themselves through their business. So if you felt bullied younger or if you felt like an outsider or if you felt like you were never very popular, didn't have enough friends, then you're going to hire a lot of people and you're going to treat your employees like your friends. And we know that not setting boundaries in the business, I yelled at you for 20 minutes about it, um, is, is going to end badly and it's not going to heal you it's actually going to harden you even more or let's say maybe you're doing this because it's uh it's a family thing right we i (laughs) firsthand i can tell you my great-grandparents came here during the armenian genocide and the first thing they did was open up some businesses and then they had some kids uh make a long story short they had some more kids i guess my grandfather being one of them what did he do He had some business, even when he had a full-time job, he had some businesses and then he had three boys and what did my dad do? He had a full-time job, a lifelong career, and he still opened a business and then what is my ass doing? I said, fuck the career, I'm just going to open the business, that's my career. (laughs) So maybe it's something that's deeply ingrained in you and it's a sense of duty, maybe, um, or, or maybe it's one of those things where, you know, growing up as a little kid, you had this specific vision for what life should look like. I know personally, I don't, I don't want to get, I don't want to get too therapized in this podcast today, but um, personally for me, I always assumed that I was going to grow up and I was going to get married and probably live in a bigger city. And my husband and I would have a dedicated babysitter and we would still have a social life because my parents didn't have one and I really wanted it. And I felt like, our lives were, it felt like a dead end to me. It felt so boring, so monotonous. It felt like we're just waiting to die. <laughs> like that's so morbid for a, a small child to be thinking, but that's how it felt. The room felt stuffy. It didn't feel like there was a whole lot of life or energy or fulfillment. And there were no outside sources um, it, with my family of origin. So I wanted, when I grew up, to have that social life. And a social life for me and my husband, it was very important to me that we didn't lead two different lives and then end up in the same bed at night, right? Like it was going to be our social life. And we were going to have someone to help us with the kids because I assumed I would have kids. And by the way, I assumed they would be girls because I only had girl cousins and I had a sister and my mom had a sister and I was only raised around women, So I never even considered the possibility that I would only have sons, which is what I have. Let me tell you, when the doctor said, I'm so sorry, congratulations, it's a boy, I didn't know what to do. (laughs) I did not know what to do. I was like, damn, who am I going to pass this business to? Who Like, I bought a urinal and I called it a day I didn't know what to do there will not be you know joint nail appointments I'm never going to teach them how to apply their makeup like what a waste my business is not at all of course because it serves the long term anyway By the way, you do not have to have millions of dollars to set up trust funds for your children. With compound interest, they become millions of dollars. And that's exactly what I've done. So my business is not for nothing. My business serves the greater purpose of my family just as I had planned. It just looks a little different. So I think once you have a clear understanding of what matters most to you, what that big picture vision is, then you'll be able to use that information to set goals that align with your values. And those are your motivators. So ensuring that my kids have something to inherit from me, just as I, you know, my my father and his father and his father before him all set up their own businesses to support the family. I want to do that, but I want to take it a step further. I want it to. They don't even have to run it, though. I do want them to work there. I would love for them to be body artists or S and P artists, but um, they don't even have to work there. And I still want it to serve them. And a lot of times, we can set up something that serves the family through through the business, like our mid-year financials meeting. Um, My COO and I live, I don't even know how many hours apart it is. She lives on the other side of Florida. I live in Louisiana. So we meet in the middle. We meet at the beach for the 4th of July. And we have a meeting on Friday and we have a meeting on Monday where we sign paperwork and we go over numbers and we talk about, you know, projections. And we have the whole weekend in between to celebrate with our families. So I'm checking all my boxes So it's not very hard to identify what my motivators are or why I do certain things in business, but you have to figure out what those things are for yourself because they're going to be the things that keep you going when times get a little bit rougher or less certain in your business. Once you know what motivates you, it's important to stay true to the course of action that you have planned for your business. That's what I was talking about, right? The shiny stuff. This can be challenging. I'll be honest with you, especially when you're faced with like setbacks or obstacles and when they're one after another. Some people are going to laugh at me for saying this, but there was a mercury retrograde. I can't even say it without laughing. There was a mercury retrograde that absolutely kicked our ass. And my COO knows all that shit. Okay. She's a very like witchy girl. She knows all that shit. And I was like, Oh my god, we're getting beaten. It's like we're drowning, getting pounded by wave after wave. As soon as we put out a fire, we get another one. And be, and sometimes even before. Sometimes even before the fires are just growing, they're just compounding. Why does this keep happening? And she said it's this Mercury retrograde, I'm telling you. And I mean, I don't know how I feel about the Mercury retrograde. Maybe there is some reality to it. I don't know, but it definitely aligned with what was what I was experiencing, and that's when we came up with our very famous phrase. We're just going to live the experience we're having. <laughs> that is a that is an administrative mantra in my business. You know what? Sometimes you les bon temps roulet and sometimes you live the experience you're having. And those two things could be very similar, but they could not be any more similar when I say them. Trust me. When you're faced with setbacks or obstacles, staying focused on your goals and staying true to the values of your business are going to help you be more likely to achieve success, right? One, If you have like that, you know what? When I was a birth coach we would talk about different pain management techniques. And one of them, very famous, everyone kind of knows this about um, Lamas, let's say, is to focus on one specific thing and don't break eye contact with it while you only focus on your breathing. It drowns out sounds. It, it helps you to just absolutely go inward within yourself and focus. And I feel like that's what we're talking about when we say ignore the shiny stuff. Focus on the business, the end goal. Focus on that end goal. If your end goal is a 500K year, focus on 500K and don't look at anything else. And just do the breath work. Just go inward. Just think to yourself, okay, I know because I broke this down in reverse order, 500,000 a year is X amount a month, is X amount a week. And I can do that by selling this thing this many times per week, three sales a week. I can do this. I can do this. I'm doing this. Month one, done. I hit my goal. Month two, mm, we missed it by two sales. I can make up those two sales by selling one extra every other week. Ready? I can do this. And I'm still on track to have a 500K year. That's literally goal setting. That is literally goal setting. Stay true to your course of action. Create that plan and stick to it. This will help you stay organized, stay on track. It will help you stay motivated and focused. It's also a good idea to surround yourself with supportive people who will help you stay motivated and stay on track. This might be friends and family. This might be a mentor or a business coach who have already done it. This could also simply mean hiring the right people because if you hire three people and you can delegate everything across the four roles that you all play together and those three people only ever tell you, no, not going to work, not for us, this will never work, you can't do it, we can't do it, there's no resources, the customers aren't out there, you're never going to do it. You're never going to do it. You need dreamers who know how to act. And I don't mean like, you don't know how to act. You have no home training. I mean how to act on a problem. <laughs> so listen, I will, I will put this together very quickly because I can hear my kids getting closer and closer. In summary, figuring out your biggest motivator and staying true to the course of action that you plan for your business is the key to achieving success. By understanding what actually motivates you, actually motivates you, the underlying reason that you want it. So I, to clarify, my motivator for having a COO in Florida is not because I want to go to Florida to, you know, that's very confusing, right? It's not because I want to go to the beach every July, which is also Florida, but Florida's so damn long. It actually is the middle, but whatever. It's not because I want a beach trip. That's not it. My mo- why do I want a beach trip? My motivator is because I want my longtime girlfriend who worked at the strip club and went to college with me and is now my COO. I want her family and my family to make memories every year. That's why we have that mid year financial meeting. And also because we have to have a financial meeting. But <laughs> you see what I'm saying? When to become one. Spice girls, you like that? Yeah, so you're more likely to stay motivated and to stay focused. Create that plan, stick to it, surround yourself with those supportive people, and you will be well on your way to achieving all of those business goals. So thank you so much for listening to the Glam Life podcast. Thank you for putting up with my rants and raves. Don't forget to tune in next time for more tips and tricks to help you turn your business goals into a reality. And as always, if you would like to further this discussion, you can find me on Instagram at victoria.glam.